What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the first edition of the Savage Corner. Finally coming to life. (laughs) This is exciting, exciting. We're super excited about this. And (laughs) Mr. West, I love you very much. And I could not think of a better person to do this with. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. You're excited. We're going to dive right into our first episode. So typically, we're going to be doing just all sorts of life, especially as adults, whether it be dating, relationships, healing. Uh, We'll have all sorts of people, guests. Like, it's going to be a huge extravaganza, so I'm glad everybody is tuning in to the first ever Savage Corner. Episode one. Thanks, guys. Episode one. (laughs) Who are we? Who are we? So I figured in this first episode... You know, most of you guys know my social media. You know me as the Bearded Savage One. Uh, my real name is Wesley Pearson, of course, as you can see. Some of you may or may not know that. And then, of course, my co-host, the lovely Summer Dean, which Hello. happens to be her actual name. <laughs> that's she's, that's she's my actual name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not as cool as you are, baby, with your savage no, I, name. I, I wish now that I just would have done something with my original name. Um, because then people could actually identify me. But, you know, it is what it is. So hopefully I can keep the beard and I won't be the not-so-bearded savage one. Ooh. <laughs> You're keeping the beard, baby. The beard's mine. I agree. Yeah. No, it's yours. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was on my face. but <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do today... <laughs> what we're going to do today for this episode... Um, is that she has questions that I haven't seen or heard, and I have questions that she hasn't seen nor heard. And we're going to ask each other these questions to get you guys to get to know us a little better. So we're going to give ladies first. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Um, I have two dogs in my lap, so I talk to them a lot, just warning everyone. Um, now, where did you grow up, and did that affect you became oof going straight for the jaguar already right all the way honey (laughs) you know i ain't here to play games (laughs) i quit kindergarten because they had recess let's go (laughs) so my my father was in the air force um so i was born actually in uh biloxi mississippi but we moved to hampton virginia uh very quickly when i was very young so that's where I spend most of my life. Um, yeah, it, it did greatly affect uh, the person and who I am. Um, I went through lots of trials and tribulations. Um, I lost my mother at an early age. Um, and um, I just, it was a tough area. You know, I did a lot of things and went through a lot of things that kind of wish I didn't go through, but I understand that it made me who I am today, you know. So, yeah. but, you know, literally my mother passed away. I had two friends murdered. I'm at the age of 19 within a six-month period, and I tossed two duffel bags full of clothes into the back of a Dodge Neon, and I came to Richmond, you know, so Richmond's where I've been for, you know, 20, 26 years now, so I've been here for quite some time, too, so, yeah, yeah, it's home for now, but yeah, yeah, my upbringing was was tough, I mean, it was a rough area, Um, a lot of gang activity, um, drugs, of course. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah i did some unspeakable things <laughs> i don't have a record one good thing 
just got away yeah. with a lot of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, I grew up in a tough area. Anybody from Hampton um, pretty much knows who I am um, because it was there's a big ordeal there. Um, but you know, hey, it may be who I am today. So yeah, that's right, definitely. That's right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to flip that question back on you so people know where you come from, where your grassroots are. So where where exactly are you from and how did it shape you to the person that you are right now? I am from Houston, Texas. Well, a little town out of Houston, Texas. I grew up in New Caney, Texas. Um, but we, you know, I raised animals. Um, I played cowgirl. I, I'm an artist. Um, I played, so I did all the normal things as kids grow up. I was just different from everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you say so, you're different? Yeah. What do you mean? What, what, what'd you say? <laughs> I'm different said, now. I'm different from everybody else now. You're different from everybody else. And what, what do you think that would make you different from everybody else? Um, I just didn't think the same way as everybody else thought. Like, I was from a small town. Like, their mentality was very small, and I just didn't think that any, anything it, it just wasn't right or fair. Yeah. So, you know, I was a tomboy. I wanted to go play out in the woods with the boys. I didn't want to go yeah. do what the girls were doing. Yeah. So. No, you you, you yeah. always were against the against the grain, so to speak. <laughs> oh, I like, and I don't even mean to be. I'm just like, I'm not doing that. That's no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so can, can I tell them? Yep. Can I tell them the story about Christmas when we pulled up in the driveway? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so this is the, the 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 truth. So we, I went to her house for Christmas this year. Um, we're pulling into the driveway of the house where all her family is. And there are, I think, six or seven vehicles that are there, um, you know, five at the most, but I think somewhere around there. But anyways, all the other vehicles in the driveway were gleaming white. They were all pure white vehicles, very clean, very uniformed, you know, and she drives a red car. <laughs> he's like can i state the obvious i was like yeah you can go ahead and state the obvious i mean <laughs> like always the one that stood out <laughs> always it's always. one of the reasons why i love you so i know baby i know yep okay your turn oh no my it's turn. my turn again huh oh, oh. yeah not because i asked you where you were from Okay. Next uh -oh. um, Why are you passionate about what you do? Um, so I went through a divorce um, and then was thrusted into single parenthood, um, which was really, really tough. Um, and I, when I divorced, um, when I went through my divorce, I also went through a divorce of friends and family members. And the. Go ahead. Sorry. That's okay. The divorce itself um, was hard enough for me to do or to deal with. Um, and then I had, you know, a lack of friends, a lack of stable support, a lack of people to talk to. I had no outlet. Um, I had no place to go. Um, so I went to the internet. And of course, you know, I started watching videos on you know, how to heal myself and dating. Um, you know, there's so many questions to ask, so many things I didn't know how to do anymore. And it was just, it was absolutely nuts. I felt 
alone. You know, I felt like there's nobody mm-hmm. there for me. Um, and I don't want people to feel like that. So the point or purpose of my content, the stuff that I post, it's not to make people feel good or feel bad or, you know, feel any sort of way. I just want people in the comments showing other people that they're not alone. And that's all I want is for people to realize they're not alone in their struggles. And I guarantee you somebody else has been through it. You know what I mean? Um, but I just, that's, that's the ultimate goal. I love that. And it's only because that that's what I wanted. That's, that's the only thing I wanted is for other women not to know that they are not alone and that they yeah. are not crazy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that. And that's one of the biggest things. Oh, I hate that. You know, matter of fact, uh, just recently here, I had a friend, um, at work, um, female and, um, she had went off <laughs> um, on a tangent about something, and one of the other guys came in and said, "You're crazy." I lost my shit. Like I, I was so upset. I was like, "Who? Who do you think you are? You know, you don't call her crazy." Like I, for some reason, it triggered me to hear a man call a woman crazy for the way she felt, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Damn it! I've come full circle." I can't believe that I yeah. lost my shit for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you thank me for it, but it just, yeah. So, I mean, that's, and I went off on a little tangent there, but yeah, I cannot stand it's it. It's okay. When, when a man calls a woman crazy, because uh, usually nine times out of 10, they're just expressing their feelings and it's fucked up for a man to sit there and think that, or call her crazy, you know? So, all right, off my soapbox. <laughs> hey. All right, so I get to ask you a question now, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Now that the dogs have went out. Sorry about that. (laughs) All right. So what, (laughs) uh, all right. So let's do this one. If you could go back, uh, in the day, get in your DeLorean time machine and go back to the Uh future Mm -hmm. and you run up on your 18 year old self, what advice are you giving yourself? Um, don't lose yourself. Don't lose yourself. Um, we, we, we give up so much, um, whenever we do start to have families and stuff like that. Like I can remember the day that I found out I was pregnant, taking all my piercings out. Cause I thought that that was what moms were supposed to do. Mm. Wow. You know what I mean? Like. Like, my mom said, it's time for you to grow up. You're pregnant. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, what? This is... And then that, and I did it. And and then I got married. You know what I mean? Because that's what I was supposed to do. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. There we go. Wow. Yeah, I know. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, I I think we all lose ourselves at some point in time. Um, Yeah. You know, especially... The biggest thing is, like, I hear a lot of people, especially at our age brackets, people DM me all the time or in the comment section. And one of the things that I hear constantly is, I want somebody without any kind of trauma or any kind of past. You're crazy. <laughs> like, we all go through yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I mean, we yeah. all go through shit. Your best bet is to find somebody that you want to handle life with because there's going to be some kind of thing that you may have to walk through with them through you know what i mean yeah Uh, but anyway the we all get to a point where we just absolutely lose who we were you know and i can Uh just i I think back to um 
you know, when I was a single parent, both my kids are sitting there in front of me, super emotional, um, just going through everything in my head. And I looked my kids straight in the face and I apologized to them. And they didn't understand why I was apologizing. I said, you guys are, I think they were eight and 13 at the time. And I'm like, and you don't even know who I am. You've never met me before. You know, because yeah. I've never, I've been myself their entire life. Yeah. I was not, I had not been myself, you know, so. I just my kids were the same way. Yeah. I mean, both of my boys were the same way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they had yeah. this mom that was very, had the mom haircut, dressed like the mom, did everything like the mom. And then, and then I start to realize probably when I was in my late thirties, like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's exhausting for me. I'm done. So. Yeah. Okay. Who's turn? Who's turn? It's your turn to ask a question. Your turn to ask okay. a question. Or, or is Poppy Love going to ask, ask the question? Yeah, Poppy Love's totally taken over my spot. She's a very good, <laughs> she's the backup backup. Um, who is the most influential person in your life and how did they impact you? Oof. So, you know, of course, the, the first thing everybody wants to say is my mom, my dad. You know, that's what most people go through at least. Um, and I do want to say that my mother had a huge impact on my life, but it was so short. She passed away when I was 19. So for me to just say her is not fair because people had impact on my life after she passed away. I mean, before she passed away too. So I would have to say, I'm going to use, you know, a couple of people as one, if that's okay. Um, yeah. my father was air force. He was a pilot. So he was constantly gone. Not that he was a bad parent. He was a great parent. Um, but being that his job, you know, required him to be gone for multiple months at a time, I was mainly mm-hmm. raised uh, by my mother, uh, my sister, uh, my grandmother, and one of my mother's best friends, which her name was Cora. Um, she was with us, stood across the street from us when we lived off base and when we lived on base, she lived next door to us. So um, mm-hmm. those four women, <laughs> um, fiercely independent in their very own ways um, from way different backgrounds. Is who raised me, and that's why. I mean, you can start to hear. That's why I do what I do, and the things that I say, and how I am, is because this, I was raised by this, four. This is why he does what he does, guys. Just so we know, it's because of those four women. <laughs> yeah, those four women. Obviously, um, are yeah, obviously. So, yeah. So my turn to ask a okay. question. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. All right, so you go out tomorrow, and you uh, play the lottery, and you win $10 million. Where are you spending it? What are you doing with it? I'm giving it away. I mean, I'm not all of it. Like, I would get myself squared away and my family, and um, and then I would give the rest away. Like, I would just try I would help women. Women that, and, and also dads that, that do do this stuff on a daily and they do it alone and they're good at it. Do you know what I mean? So good people, yeah. good parents that are just trying to make it and they, sometimes they just need a little extra help. So I would totally just, you know, pay all their bills for a couple of months or, you know, help a mom with groceries whenever I could and, and, and just try to give back to our give back what people gave to us yeah yeah so, no, i'm i'm told that yeah 
I would be the same way if I had that kind of money. <laughs> I, yeah. There would be some happy people in this world. I could say, oh, yeah. you know, of course, yeah. I'd take care of my family, you know, make sure we're set up. Um, but, you know, I just, I I'd buy, love to have I would buy a beach house. <laughs> always been a beach girl. <laughs> always. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. Okay, is yeah, it my absolutely. turn? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's your turn to ask a question if you want to go dive into it. What's one of your biggest challenges in life? Oh, like one of the challenges I went through? <laughs> yeah. One of your um, biggest so it, challenges. Yeah, so it's definitely um, divorce um, would be the, the blanket answer. Um, that was a huge challenge for me um, that, you know, and that led into single parenthood. Um, so those two things were just... I mean, it was eye-opening to me. I wasn't, I, I, we weren't doing well, so I knew a divorce was coming. Don't get me wrong. Um, mm. But I did not expect the single father part. <laughs> that was the part that I was like, oh, shit. Like, what? how do I do this? Like, what do I do? You know, I was always yeah. the, the guy working my ass off. Um, so I didn't have a whole lot of, and it's going to sound stupid, but I didn't have a whole lot of I, you know, idea of how the home life worked. You know, and and not that I didn't do anything around the house. It's just I wasn't doing it all alone. I can tell you that much. Um, so it just it was hard, um, you know, doing everything at home, working a full time job. At the time, my son was in um, high school. I mean, I'm sorry, my my son was in football. I was a coach. Mm -hmm. um, and there were days that I'd leave the house at six thirty in the morning. I wouldn't get home until nine thirty at night. Um, and then I had to do dinner, schoolwork, all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. It was just super, super, super tough. I had my daughter at the time. And of course, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, the daughter can ship in. But my biggest goal through this was to make sure that she, tr I tried to make sure that she didn't feel like mom. Um, yeah. And that was really, really hard to do in, in situations, especially because it was during COVID. So yeah. my kids were learning from home. They didn't go to school. <laughs> yeah. Know? So she was here all day while I was the central worker. So I had to work, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, to make money and everything else. Um, you know, so it, it was, it was hard. So I would say, yeah, you know, being divorced and single parenting were the biggest, you know, things in my life that, you know, that shook me to my core, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that was a okay. good question. That was a good question. Good question. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, that's what I good do. Question. Good question. Thanks, baby. All right. So I know about you because we're, of course, together. Fans don't know about you, though. So you've been a lot of different places because your ex husband was in the military. Uh -huh. So tell me your most favorite place that you lived and why. Hawaii. I had a, I had a, a very spiritual week. Oh. A spiritual awakening in Hawaii and found myself again and um, started painting again and just haven't stopped since then. Yeah. So that's my favorite. It's your favorite. And the most memories with, with the babies. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Good. I mean, I can only imagine. Yeah. I, I've never been to Hawaii, never traveled there. So. Oh, babe, we're going to go. Don't you worry. <laughs> we're going to go. Was, uh, tell me like a place in Hawaii that you remember going to that you loved the most. Oh, my goodness. We had, um, there's a, 
at Dillingham Airport, there's a beach across, and we called it Swimming Pool Beach. Um, and there would be really sometimes really big waves. Sometimes it was really calm. We never knew what would ha what was going to go on there until we got there. But it had big sands, and the kids would build slides and. And we would have huge cookouts with all of our military families and everybody would bring their tents and um, just swim and have fun and, and spend quality, quality time together. You know, <laughs> you didn't have your phones out there because, well, we had all replaced three already. So we all just, you know, put our phones away and our, our animals were there and our kids were there and you were running around in a two-piece which is my favorite thing to do and barefooted and it's just it was just me and it suited me well and my kids were outside babies so yeah my favorite there you go hawaii what, I mean, wait what was course, your favorite place our, like when you were i didn't travel yeah so i, yeah. I mean i i, I literally I, so my Family traveled quite a bit. As a matter of fact, my brother was born in the Philippines, you know, Germany. Yeah. They were, you know, a normal <laughs> Air Force family would travel. Um, but my, you know, by the time that I was born, my mother had, you know, was raising three kids and she was like, I'm not <laughs> traveling anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you go to you and we'll be here when you get back. So we didn't travel a whole lot. But I mean, I I do love Richmond. Um, <clears throat> um, anybody that follows me, I've seen uh, the river um, in my um, in my videos, and that is my place of peace. Like it, it really mm -hmm. is. There's there were sections that um, I would record it's... from, um, and throughout my life, there were places where I would bring people to say, "Hey, oh look how this place is beautiful, right?" But I had one little place on that river that I never took anybody because it was my place, and I did not want that place to become about somebody else. Um, and of course I have recently taken now it's, there. <laughs> so, now, now it's one of my favorite places too. So if I ever tell you, I want to go to our place and you say your place, I'm in, I'm a punch you in the throat. <laughs> but the, the, the view from that section of the river is just, it's outstanding. I mean, oh, it is. the the sound of the water and every it just it it brings you such clarity. Y'all, um, there's you know, there's it, like these rocks that you can just walk out on, and like the sun is shining on them, and I just lay down, like it's amazing. <laughs> and the river is <laughs> rushing, and you can hear it, and it's like you could feel. Oh, it's amazing. Okay, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> the James River through through Richmond, and there's just some beautiful places. Remember when we went to uh, Hollywood Cemetery. Um, and yeah, we took you where the fragments cool. were. The overlook of the river is just. Rad. I saw baby beavers. <laughs> baby beavers. Baby beavers. <laughs> so now I don't remember. Is it my turn or your turn? I can I'm completely lost now. Oh, we got. We went. Um, I think. I think I just asked you. No, you asked okay. me, and then I asked you back. So. Um, Kind of my turn. <laughs> kind of your turn a little bit. And you, you can go ahead and go. Bye bye. So, um, for y'all that don't know, uh, and she's said it once or twice, but she's a, a very, very talented artist. I mean, just beautiful artwork. Um, Thanks, and the stuff that she comes up, up with in her head 
and the way she puts it on canvas is just unreal. So can you tell the audience why? What inspired you to do this? When did you start? Just kind of explain the art to us a little bit. My great-grandmother was a painter. My mother was a painter. Um, my great-grandmother started kind of letting me paint with her when I was three. Like, let me draw, let me paint, let me do whatever. She just kind of taught me. And then I lost her at 14 and um, continued on, um, continued to paint and continued studied through college did all that stuff um quit whenever i got pregnant um i still painted here and there but uh, i didn't do it like i should have been and then when i got to hawaii i just kind of exploded and i had so many paintings that i needed to get out like <laughs> so and i haven't stopped painting since then wow okay yeah all right so, so then that's and, yeah. and that's so this is cool so we're on this show trying to get y'all to know us better and i just learned something i didn't know so i lost my grandfather at the age of 14. i didn't know you had oh, lost wow. your grandfather. i did not and know it, that baby yeah yeah and he okay. was a big influence in my life too like so he actually you guys know i love quotes that's what i do is that my, the one my... that did quotes baby well he didn't do he didn't do lots of quotes but there were certain for some reason, two people that were hugely influenced in my life were my grandfather and then also uh, Miss Cora, which was my mom's best friends. And they would they would always, if you go to them with a problem, they would kick out a quote. They were like Hallmark cards walking around. Um, and <laughs> you have said my, that about the mama before, though. Right. <laughs> and the, the two <laughs> quotes that I, that I I live and die by is from my grandfather. Uh, the quote was... Um, I'll make sure I'm right. Your life's your life's most regrets are the chances you don't take. Okay, so whenever I was challenged with something or something came about in my life, I would say, you know, that, hey, look, I'm going to regret this <laughs> if I don't try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spend the rest of my life regretting if I if I don't try this. So, and then Miss um, Cora, Big Mama was what I called her. She um, she said, "What you tolerate is what you validate." Um, and that's a huge one, a huge one for me. Yeah. So I've said it a few times in my quotes. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing that I ended up doing what I was doing. Um, and I didn't even realize that I was influenced by, by quotes as well too. So that's cool. I, like I said, I didn't know we lost our grandparents <laughs> the same age. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's wild. Crazy. I did not know yeah. that at all. So we're going to do closing, closing questions now. Um, okay. so okay. if I go first or you want to yours first? No, or... go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So books. Three books that you would recommend to the to the listeners and why. Well, uh, and just because West and I just finished this book and it's Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. Um, I'm always listening to audible books, um, like self help. And those things are like right up my alley because I feel like that in order to help people that I should be educated, like I need to listen and I need to learn and I need to do all this. So I will say Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Um, the other one is it's called Warrior Goddess and they have like a whole, I know whenever Corey and I first split up and I was going through all of like I was grieving like that, like my whole life was changing and I didn't know it was more I, and I missed the comfort of 
him being, you know, there. And and then I, I, I'd never been alone because I was with my parents and then I was married to him for 20 years. And, you know, I'd never been on my own. So, but the warrior goddess, um, that whole, um, th there's like a whole series and, um, and I often do, um, warrior goddess, um, like workshops with women too, because like, we just kind of get together and talk about the book and do that stuff. So that's fun to do. Um, and then the other ones you, you suggested is unfuck yourself. And that has probably been. Um, I'm actually listening to the next one. I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head, but um, it's kind of like a sequel to to Unfuck Yourself. So I love that one too. And what about you? Um, the so definitely Unfuck Yourself. I mean, I, I've I hate the title. <laughs> I, I mean, I do too, but um, but I mean, it's probably the rawest book I have ever read or heard in my entire life did i tell you this girl like always like put these things in her little notes and like on her page she's always talking about depression and she needs somebody to talk to her and stuff like that well i commented on one of her things i was like hey i'm gonna send you a book um it really helped me with kind of looking at depression a different way and um I sent her unfuck yourself. She blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I mean, think about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's an offensive title. <laughs> but oh, I, I know. I tell, you, I tell you, though, hands down, the best book that you need to pick up if you're dealing with anything as far as depression is concerned or negative thinking um, or just a people pleasing. Oh. Like, I don't care what it is. This book will, you know, very, very, will help you a whole lot. Um, read it like, through. Rip I've read it, like probably... snatch it out of you. And yeah. 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 It will shake you, shake you to your core if you read it and, and comprehend it, you know, definitely. Um, Attached yeah. is another one. Um, Attached, oh, I do I've love read... that one too. Yeah. Attached, I've read several times and it's just, um, it's about attachment disorders and it'll help you identify uh, which, you know, which attachment style you are. Um, and it'll teach you about other people's attachment styles too. So that way, when you get into a relationship, understand if you're in your thirties or forties dating, you're going to, you're going to run into somebody that has an attachment issue. Um, oh my and it may be gracious. different ones. You know what I mean? Just but you're going to want to know everything. how to. You know what, you know what that made me realize is that it wasn't me. Yeah. It, like it, it really wasn't me. It was, it was the attachment style that I had did not go with the other one that I was attracted to oh yeah yeah and it's kind of like yeah. that the, one of my favorite quotes is um you were an open book but he was illiterate um you yeah. know, and that's the that's that's the thing is that people refuse to if you're in a relationship understand that like that is the most important thing to you right yeah educate yourself think about it take it into consideration you, you would not go jumping into something without knowing everything that you're supposed to know all right but for some reason, everybody goes into a relationship and they don't work at it. Like it takes yeah. work. You it, know, does. it takes work, period. It's easy. Um, and then the last book, um, a little bit smaller author. You may or may not be able to find it, um, but it's called Panic. Um, it was by Dr. Canoodle. Um, and it was about uh, panic disorder or anxiety. Um, and he does a fantastic job of explaining what it actually is. 
um because it's not what you think it is <laughs> um but that's another okay good so book do you well. have that book because i want to read it i'd have to see if i still have a copy of it um if not i have to see okay. if it's still on he's he's no longer practicing um medicine at all um so i don't know if the book is still out i mean i'm pretty sure it would be um but it's called panic yeah. and it's written by dr canoodle so those are my books definitely I um, I'm looking at I'm looking it up right now on um Let's see if you can pull it up okay. on it. Yeah. On Audible because you know, I, I like to I like to drive and listen to books. Like that's my favorite yeah, thing to yeah. do in the world. So what so, what you did with the book was you went through and explained mm -hmm. different scenarios to help you identify uh -huh. with your scenario like somebody else. So he actually used real live you know stuff that he would get from from work but he didn't use uh -huh. people's names um so you don't know who they are but you can associate okay. yourself so if that person felt like you that's the kind of uh, you know style that you are these are the things you need mm -hmm. to do to try to help yourself out. so it was a good read a small book too it's not very long so oh, but it was yay. a good, good read okay so. i like those me too but i, I do like, like matthew mcconaughey's book we listened to that oh my gosh green back. lights i so resonated Christmas. with that so much because I, I, I came from an outlaw, yeah. outlaw wild side too, and it, you know, yeah, it, just for me it blew my mind that the depth of thinking that that man does and the, the things he'll oh, go through, right, to, to gain clarity. I mean, at one point in the book, and I'm all not going right, to spoil it. All I right, all right, right, right. Yeah, the one point I'm not going to spoil this by saying it, but at one point in the book, this man traveled overseas. It went through jungles and mountains to gain clarity about a movie that he was going to be in. I mean, what? Come on. Do you, like, do you realize that, like, I think that I'm going to have to go on, like, this really long road trip. Yeah. And I know that yeah. you don't like to drive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just nuts. He was like, okay, you know what? I need to take an 18-month hiatus to clear my mind to make this decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well, I told been... you I'm going to drive up the California coast because I've never done that and I've always wanted to. I'm driving all the way up to Alaska. Yeah. Nah, nah. It's great. It's great. It's great. Well, this has been fantastic. Like that worked. I know. I think it worked really well. So first edition too, in the books. I, I know. <laughs> Episode one. It's done. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna cut this one at this, but you know we'll definitely be back. You know, like I said at the beginning of it, we're gonna have guests. We're gonna have everything. Like I plan to jam this thing up with all sorts of advice from other people. Um, you know, oh, yeah. I'm gonna be here every week. She's gonna be a we want to hear so stories, guys. Email yeah, us yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. You emails. Yeah, email, email us your stories, your questions, you know, scenarios, whatever you can. We'll read them on air for you. Um, we'll talk about them, elaborate on them. Even if there's a guest, we'll get them to elaborate on it too. You know, so the email address is beardedsavagellc at gmail.com. So just and shoot over also, your. There's also a Facebook page called yeah. Savage Corner. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and Instagram yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So with Savage Corner, again, that's the name of the podcast, but you'll start to see that name pop up on social media as well, too. Um, we plan on keeping our channels, you know, like we have them now, um, and then we'll do Savage Corner channels as well, too. So 
All right. All right. This has been awesome. Peace yeah. Light, everybody. I'm so excited about this. So. All right, I guys. Well, we'll see you guys so around. You guys have a great day, night, whatever time of day it is. Thank you for tuning in to the Savage Corner.